0: A year has passed since Eggsy Unwin and the spy organization Kingsman saved the world from Richmond Valentine's Neurological wave broadcast. He has since taken his late mentor Harry Hart's title of Galahad and lives with crown princess Tilda of Sweden. On his way home, he's ambushed by Charlie Hesketh, a former Kingsman trainee who lost his arm and vocal cords during the Valentine incident. Exe evades Charlie and his henchmen in a car chase across London but Charlie's severed cybernetic arm hacks into the Kingsman servers through the car's computer system. While Exy is away in Sweden, a volley of missiles destroy the Kingsman headquarters and wipe out all of the agents in Britain. We are Cinescape Magazine, and this is Kingsman the Golden Circle. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is Mike Sutherland. Being the only surviving agents, Eggsy and Merlin follow the Doomsday Protocol, which leads them to Statesman, a secret American organization posing as a bourbon whiskey distillery in Kentucky. There, they discover that Harry survived Valentine's gunshot a year earlier, but is suffering from amnesia. Eggsy and Merlin are briefed by Statesman head Champagne about a secret terrorist organization called the Golden Circle. They begin their mission by following Charlie's ex-girlfriend Clara von Gluckverberg when statesman agent Tequila develops blue rashes. He is replaced by Agent Whiskey as Eggsy's partner. Eggsy manages to plant a tracking device inside Clara, but his revelation of the mission to Princess Tildy strains their relationship. After several failed attempts to cure Harry's amnesia, Eggsy triggers Harry's memories by threatening to shoot a Yorkshire terrier that resembles Harry's late dog. Poppy Adams, head of the world's largest drug cartel, posing as a pharmaceutical company, broadcasts a message telling the world about a toxin she laced within every recreational drug available, which causes users to develop blue rashes before progressing through mania, paralysis, and ultimately death. She also demonstrates the antidote on a captive Elton John and offers it to the world that the President of the United States ends his country's war on drugs and offers her organization immunity. The president decides to have every affected user quarantined, including his chief of staff, Fox. Eggsy, Harry, and Whiskey head to the antidote factory in Italy after intercepting a phone call to Charlie by Clara. Eggsy manages to steal an antidote sample, but it is broken by Whiskey during an ambush by the Golden Circle's henchmen. During the gunfight, Harry shoots Whiskey in the head as he suspects that Whiskey is playing both sides but Eggsy saves him with the same alpha gel used to save Harry. Princess Tildy calls Eggsy in a state of mania, revealing that she has been affected. Eggsy, Harry, and Merlin discover the location of Poppy's hideout, Poppyland, in Cambodia, and fly there to steal the remote control for the antidote drones. Upon their arrival at Poppyland, Eggsy steps on a landmine, but is saved by Merlin, who sacrifices himself while taking the lair's guards with him. Exy and Harry storm through the lair and Exy kills Charlie while Harry destroys Poppy's robotic guard dogs with the help of Elton. They secure the briefcase with the access code to the drones and inject Poppy with a more potent dose of her toxin. She gives them the password before succumbing to an overdose. Before they can activate the drones, they are stopped by Whiskey, who having previously lost his wife to crossfire from two drug users, is revealed to be working alone to ensure that all drug users are eliminated. Eggsy and Harry engage Whiskey in a grueling fight at Poppy's Diner before he is killed. They release the antidote drones, saving millions of lives around the world. In the aftermath, Chief of Staff Fox has the president impeached for conspiring to commit genocide on the drug victims. Champagne announces that Statesman has acquired a distillery in Scotland to help rebuild Kingsman. To avoid the confusion of two Kingsman agents using the codename Galahad, Champagne offers either Eggsy or Harry the agent title of whiskey, but they decline, and statesman tech support Ginger Ale steps in to take the role. Eggsy marries Princess Tildy, and Tequila moves to London to work for Kingsman.
1: I don't remember him moving to fucking London.
0: It looked I mean, he, was, he dressed like a, like a Kingsman.
1: Well, he was dressed from the Kingsman in the Bullard hat, but just because he's dressed like him doesn't mean he moved to fucking London. Um, oh, maybe
0: we'll have more than five minutes in the fucking part in the you know in the threequel that's true
1: <laughs> there was supposed to be a character in this movie that had died during the making of the movie uh-huh. or soon thereafter that they were going to use in part three okay um and I can't
0: remember let's look it up I don't know who could it be I got fucking alright you know what's great about the Kingsman the Golden Circle is that it's a it's a refreshing turn of events from last week's American Assassin. <laughs> That's what it is. I I mean stop me if I'm wrong. No, keep going. Or you keep on going. All right. This movie does the opposite. I mean, for the most part. I don't even want to compare those two movies, so fuck fuck American Assassin. This movie works because it does what a a sequel and a big budget summer type sequel is supposed to do, which is entertain you, have a good time, and not have to think too much. And this version is is not as intelligent as the original, but it makes up for it in all of its other aspects. The good about this movie is the, the location filming, the set designs the the costumes the the whole aesthetic look of this movie even the visual effects everything the action the choreography all of it is so well choreographed and 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 planned that it, it it's it just makes it more fun the when you're seeing all all the action going on just by the look of it all right um another good is um what is what I was on a fucking tangent I just um so another good is that uh, I we get to see more of Mark Strong, which I'm always a big fan of Mark Strong uh, as an actor. Uh, and I also get to see more of Pedro Pascal, who's uh, he's becoming a, a, an actor that I'm liking. Right. So, but then there's the bad, because even though this movie's a lot of fun, the bad side is a lot of characters don't get proper treatment in this movie. And a lot of them feel very unnecessary and sh- just having, having big actors in a movie just to have big actors in the movie. Right, yeah. And I thought... Like the whole statesman thing was meh I know
1: that you're trying to introduce yeah but so you're introducing Halle Berry you're introducing Jeff Bridges you're introducing Channing Tatum and Pedro Pascal and whoever else yeah were they right? gonna have a
0: spinoff yeah <laughs> yes they are so look if that was to help set up a spinoff then oh I, fine but the problem is is that still right there oh that oh, god damn I never even noticed that before I did research on this fucking movie <laughs> so apparently you didn't um, apparently I didn't do so, it enough ha 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 Fuck you. Okay, you know it all. You you do the review then. Just keep going. I just fuck away. So, but the, yeah, like, characters like Jul- Julianne Moore's char- uh, main villain. right At first, her character is very interesting, and she's like weird, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? She's she's a different kind of villain at first, but then after like one or two scenes, you see how her character really has nothing to her. They just made her be a crazy fucking person. She's a cat lady, pretty much, you know. Except she has robotic dogs. She's crazy, and she's just stuck in her own fucking world. And it 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 doesn't work. By the time you get to the end of the movie, it just doesn't. Why? Because her character just got boring. I I lost interest in her character because of it. She didn't. She made no sense. Like, okay, I think the okay, last you're time
1: you're right. You're you're absolutely right. It was her is supposed to be Blofeld, but it. There's no development. Yeah. There's no. There, there, I didn't care about her her character, and I in the same way that you do. I don't care about her character because I'm not emotionally tied to her character. There's nothing there that makes me want to be interested in that character.
0: Yeah, her motivations were. Oh, she wants to end the war on drugs. That's, That's fine. Great. Who doesn't? <laughs> so, yeah. what do do. It doesn't mean you kill a bunch of people to get it across. So. Right. Yeah, there's that there's the, the the blatant use of Channing Tatum just to sell more tickets yeah okay that was obvious as fuck uh, Jeff Bridges doing another southern accent mo- in a movie
1: yeah what the fuck is wrong with Jeff Bridges mouth why is he sound I mean seriously he got the underbite thing going on uh, under-
0: like he's got a dip in his mouth yeah
1: he's got a dip in his mouth <laughs> it's like w- yeah do you have no t- upper teeth that's what he sounds like. Sounds like he's talking
0: without a fucking upper palate. Apparently <laughs> not. God yeah. damn it. So, Look at me. <laughs> I'm Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Look, it worked shiby, shiby. It worked in fucking Crazy Heart. It worked in True Grit. And it worked in a couple other movies like uh, Hell or High Water, but time to end it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what's going on with that, with his whole talking, you know, like his whole entire, the whole entire way that he pronounces words and talks. Yeah. Has changed since, like, if you when you watch him in Tron, yeah, normal. Watch him in Starman, normal. Yeah, you know everything up until like five years ago or six years ago, maybe a little bit longer. I but. think
0: Crazy Heart, because that's the one he won the Oscar for. Yeah, I think that's the movie that just made him a country boy. This and is he, the way I talk. And I think he just liked that fucking that persona so much. He just said, "Fuck it." Every movie that's gonna have me like that, just sign me up. So in the sixth, seventh son. What did he play? He played... Yeah, I believe he had a fucking same accent. Pretty much, right? So, I don't... Yeah, so Jeff Bridges is wasted again in another movie. Um, Yeah, speech impediment. They kill off characters that you didn't kill off in the first movie. So, if you didn't kill them off in the first movie, then they must have been a little bit important. Then you kill them off right at the beginning of this movie. Um, It didn't feel like it was necessary to do that. You know, that they had to kill off... uh, the Roxy character right at the beginning of the movie, you know, um, who else? Uh, Emily Watson, who played the chief of staff for the president, her character. What do I really give a shit that because she's a drug addict too, or she uses drugs, whatever, recreationally or medicinally that now I need to see her being the top cage where all these people are being stored in a, in a, a stadium, right? A football stadium. I, no, I don't care enough about her character because you didn't spend any time with her. You only had her just disagreeing with Bruce, Bruce Greenwood's president. So, you know, that's one of the bad. Halle Berry. Once again, Halle Berry's in a role that's completely fucking pointless. Her character meant nothing, did nothing. Her character is more pointless than probably Storm in the last X-Men movie. You know, it just does not work. Uh, you know, I, I Taryn Egerton, I got no problem with his character. His character did, you know, it's pretty much the same guy he was in the first movie. But his friends... His friends didn't even need to be in this. Because his friends had, what, two scenes... And it's trying to make you give a shit that... Oh, one is about to die because he's a fucking tweaker. And then he doesn't fucking die. You're like, oh, okay, well, who gives a shit? Because guess what? You bring in Colin Firth, right? You bring him back. But you teased... You already fucking blew the, the twist. That would have been an actually awesome fucking twist. If they had shown him... If they had done, if they had done the reveal with his character... In the movie when you're watching it. That would have been like, holy shit. I did not expect that at all. I thought Harry was fucking dead, right? Right. But instead, they give it away in the fucking teaser trailer for the for this movie. And so, you know he's going to be in it. I, you don't know if he's going to be a bad guy or what, but you still know he's still alive and you can see the fucking eye patch. So, you know that he got shot through the eye and he, he fucking lived. Okay. But no. Instead, you you introduce his character, which is cool at first. For At first, it's fine. But then... His character ends up dragging down every scene that he's in because he's suspicious of everything. It, it, he didn't need to be in it. It would have been better if his character had gotten revealed at the end of the movie. And then it was like, Oh, Hey, by the way, we had this guy here, right? You know, while we're dealing with all this other bullshit, all this golden circle bullshit, by the way, we got this guy who, uh, we, he might be connected with you. And then boom, then they fucking open the, the, the sun, you know, the mirror or something. And then you see him like, Oh, Harry, right. And it would have been great. And then you don't give it away in the fucking trailers. And then you have something to look forward to for the for the part three. Right. But no, they don't they, they don't want to. They want to fucking give you it all now. So little problems like that, um, that I had with the movie. But that's it. I don't have I don't have anything bad really bad to say. This is a this is a good sequel. It's fun. You know, it pushes the limits again, you know, uh in, in sexual ways. You know, with the tracking device. Mm-hmm. That was fucking ballsy or Vaggie <laughs> If you want to call it that So um, I like how This movie does What a graphic Comic book does You know Even though I've never Read the comic I'm just basing it Off of that But still It's not afraid To do those things That a lot of other Comic book based movies Would be able to do I think
1: Yeah, yeah. Well it's supposed to be Over the top too It's not I mean it's James Bondy, But Yeah You know In that Like Wild sense. Wild West
0: Meets James Bond Kind of thing Yeah
1: but not shitty <laughs> I meant the the style of it. Without the fucking spider. Um, (laughs) What's really cool about this movie is, well, like the the opening action scene. Yeah. That chase through London. That
0: fucking drift scene where he's going around, the the long shot where he did the... That was awesome. That was fucking badass. Yeah.
1: Sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. That's fine. That was that. And then, um, I mean, like all the action scenes. I think that... Matthew Vaughn just has all these action scenes in mind, yeah, and then he just kind of strings them together to to make the plot. You know, loosely strings them together, yeah, and then finally fleshes them out like the whip, you know, the bolo, the 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 lightsaber, if you want to call it that, the lightsaber whip, yeah, right, you know, that um, Pablo uh, Escobar uses, yeah, whiskey, yeah, you know. Um, I I thought it was we all knew that Harry was coming back because, you know. Gotta spoil it For everybody Yeah And That's fine I think it would have Served us better If he If he would have Taken on more of The Merlin st- stuff uh-huh. And Merlin would have They would have Flipped roles mm-hmm. Right While he's still healing And then At the end When Merlin gets Killed Yeah You know Sacrifices himself Although I don't believe He killed He died I think he pulled That other guy Onto the mine And jumped away
0: I hope so, so I hope that they, they they Do something like that when, In part three Because It feels like a throwaway for his character.
1: Right. And then Poppy, you know, Julianne Moore's character was okay. She was... I mean, I liked her cruelty. Yeah. And I loved Elton John in the movie. (laughs)
0: Elton John was fucking hilarious. You know what was great about Elton John was that it didn't... When you thought it was about to wear itself out, it was done. So it didn't over... It didn't over... In my eyes, it didn't overuse its its shtick. No, I mean... Even when he was fighting the, the you know, the henchmen and stuff like that, and he's looking at the camera the on purpose. He's in the robot rainbow feather costume. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, he's doing the fucking flying karate kick and yeah. shit like that. But that, I mean, the best part was when he's, he's in stage, he's almost, in, he's in stage four, he's, he's frozen. Yeah. And then they give him the antidote, and he starts fucking yelling at the scientist that's in the room, get out of my room. Yeah. And then he just sits down on the bed. He's, dude, just, he's fucking. He's complaining.
0: What was so funny the first time we I saw John uh, Elton John in the scene in the movie was when he's stuck at the piano and he's forced to perform. Uh-huh. I was like, dude, did they really get that from the Patton Oswalt skit where he was talking about the circus? Yeah, like the circus is kind of like having Elton John come out with a chain on his ankle and making him perform. Oh,
1: no doubt, no doubt,
0: right? And I am like, and then I see him in this fucking movie doing this. I am like, come on, this, no, no, yeah, it's too coincidental. No. No, yeah, you know, and he, he said this shit like over like five, six years ago. Yeah, so, so you know, I mean,
1: Alton, I mean, um, Patton Oswalt is, I mean, you know, if somebody if somebody pulls something from Patton Oswalt, yeah. there's got to be a good reason for it, and basically <laughs> that's what he did. Yeah, you know, and um, look, I, I I like the sets. The sets were really fucking cool. Oh, I loved where she was at. Yeah, in uh, Poppyland. Yeah, but the old 50s style. Yeah. But you know and then the president the guy that played the president was good. Bruce Greenwood was you know. funny. He was he was that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and it just yeah, it just <laughs> it just it it sets everything up nice. The problem is is that third act problems. Mm-hmm. You know, the first act was good. Uh then they killed off all the kingsmen and then the
0: second act it was you setting know setting up all those statesmen and And then all the all third
1: that. act wasn't as good, you know. I don't know why they, you know, there's got to be a reason why they didn't have Channing Tatum. He probably only could do so much in the movie because he he was doing other movies. movies. Yeah, contractually obligated. Right. So he shows up in the movie Yeah. and then shows up at the end of the movie. And that's fine. And then there was some stuff that was cut out, obviously, that was in the trailer that's not, that wasn't in the movie.
0: Yeah. But,
1: you know, it's not great. It's not as good as the first one.
0: No, it's not. It's missing that extra oomph. Yeah. Um, but you know the, the actual, the, the 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 charm of the first one. Mm. It's missing the personal charm because when you have Colin Firth um, bringing up Eggsy and and stuff like that, and then right. the, the you know the bonding with the dog, and then they fucking kill the dog in the beginning of the movie. Right. Oh, now, Sharon's not going to go see it. Shit, I shouldn't have told her. <laughs> but they kill his fucking dog, right? Oh yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? I I don't. But anyway. Regardless of all that, it, it's still a worthy sequel. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining and it has. It was fucking funny, dude. That movie, I was like, la- I laughed more than a few times. Yeah. You know? No, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I give it a five. Damn, I thought I thought you'd give it higher than that. No, I give it a five. It's an average movie. I give it a seven. Yeah. I give it a seven. I give the original 8.5 because yeah. it was like, I was surprised at how good it was. Yeah. This is
1: not anywhere near as good as the first one.
0: Yeah. This one is like, this is like the Quantum of Solace compared to Casino Royale. In my opinion, I think so. Because I like, I, I don't fuck the critics. I, I actually like Quantum of Solace. I just, I just see some problems that it had. Right. You know, fuck you, Jack White and Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then the shitty villain, boring villain. But other than that, I like that movie. So, um, yeah. I. F- oh shit! What was our uh, predictions on the movie? Um, because critics, dude, the critics are harsh as fuck on this movie. We did 62 a piece. All right. When the movie first came out, it was sitting at like a it was like 56%. Now it's dwindled down to 49% approval rating. Wow. We
1: so um that's 2 weeks in a row. We're usually never this far off 2 weeks in a row.
0: Yeah, it, you know what? I think and the the biggest reason I see people complaining I'm sorry.
1: That's 3 weeks in a row that we've been off because it
0: Okay. Well, the biggest reason I saw that people complained about this movie was um, not the fact that it didn't have as much substance as the first film was. They complained about the the scene where he plants the uh, the tracker mm-hmm. on um what the fuck's her name? Poppy Delavine, right? Or not? Yeah, her actual name is Poppy Delavine uh-huh. on the Claire character, and um, they thought it was like a, just a major violation and a major violation. Yeah, kind of like how um, if you've ever seen the movie Passengers that came out last year, it's with, a
1: major violation because he's fingering <clears throat> her.
0: Yeah, and then he leaves the tracker fucking in there.
1: Fucking get over yourselves, yeah. people.
0: So, And it's like how some people had uh, complaints about the movie Passengers because it's marketed to be this love story in space thing. But then if you've watched the movie, you find out that um, uh, Star-Lord, holy fucking I'm in his Chris name. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's character actually woke her up because he was kind of obsessed with her because he was alone uh-huh. and he kept watching all of her videos and all that shit. And way, then
1: he, way to fucking spoil it, jerk. what well,
0: it happens right at the fucking beginning. So anyone who, if you haven't seen Pastors by now, that's your fucking problem, people. So what, what What's it your is, point? The, the movie, they said the movie was a, a violation because it was almost like rape because okay. he woke her up in, instead of keep letting I her don't, sleep.
1: I don't fucking care about those people. I, know, I don't so fucking I, care I, about I, I the, the whole explanation. And if they're going mm-hmm. to use that, if they're going to use that as a reason to not want to go see mm-hmm. this movie, it's a fucking weak shit reason. And frankly, I could, I I don't have any use for people that are fucking pussies that have no clue about how the real world works. And this is how the real world works. Girls get fingered, (laughs) guys get masturbated. And sometimes men get raped too. Sex happens. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it was fucking bold of Matthew Vaughn to go that route. Yeah. It was. It was a fucking ballsy. A fucking violation. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, you snowflake, <coughs> weak, suck, puke, motherfuckers. <laughs> you are fucking turds. You, you're the reason. You people are the fucking reasons why we have to watch what we say. Oh, that's the one I need to get rid of. Watch what we have to say, <laughs> or do, or or post, or or create. Don't show dicks on TV. Oh, that's a violation. I'm offended by nudity and and feet and and women, you know, being bold. Hey, you won't watch Death Proof because of feet. I fucking hate feet. But still, you
0: know,
1: I don't want to see naked tits and ass. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see women's pussies. I don't want to see men's dicks. I don't I don't want to see any of that stuff roaming around. On my TV screen, as long as I can see the explosions and the, and the beating of people. The murder and the death. Yeah, murder and death is fine, and saying to swear words is okay by Dude, me. this is
0: like the same shit that Larry Flint was trying to talk about in the 80s when, uh, you know, he was trying to, you know. Get 70s. It, it was, okay.
1: It started in the 70s, but yeah, it's the same exact shit, and this is the fucking problem. You have these fucking weak, suck, puke, and I've already said that, and I love saying that. You have these weak, suck, puke humans, these fucking wussified, politically correct Americans that think that that's a violation. <laughs> no, it's not a violation. You want to know what's a violation? Your words. Your words are a violation on me, on Joe, on a bunch of other people that don't see it your way. We're not fucking Hollywood wussies. We don't sit there, we're not liberal little pansy fuck fuckheads, Fuckfolds is what I wanted to say, but what's a fault? Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of little liberal pans, pansy fuckheads that run around going, oh, my feelings are hurting and I'm a victim. Stop being a fucking victim.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Goddamn literally.
1: Anyways, <laughs> that's my fucking rant.
0: So I have a theory, real quick. I don't care I about
1: your theory, Joe.
0: <laughs> a game Sorry. theory. Yeah. I don't I, care, Joe. I have a theory about James Cameron um, doing all these sequels to Avatar. What's your theory? It's one or the other. It goes one way or the other. One is that. What's your theory, Joe? One is that he has gone the Howard Hughes route, and he is so fucking obsessed in in his Avatarishness. <laughs> Avatarishness. Yeah. Uh, you know, the avarice. <laughs> he's so obsessed with his own avatar create, quote unquote creation, uh-huh. you know, that he can't hear any right or reason. And he has so much fucking money that he's just going to keep fucking, he's going to just, he's going to drive this thing into the fucking ground. Okay. He's going to crash into the fucking ground and just 20th Century Fox and whoever else is going to lose a shit ton of money because of it. Why? Okay. because he's spending a billion dollars just producing them or, you know right now but so he's doing like four movies I know I, I know I know I, I'm just what's your fucking point My point is or the other thing is this what if he's been on this fucking thing for so long so committed, so driven that this is going to become the most fucking awesome thing ever and no one expects it no one no one gives it any credit credence. They just think that it's going to be some stupid pointless sequel, set of sequels just to make money. But what if it does come out and it's fucking amazing? What if it's like way better than we thought it was going to be than anyone was even wanted to give any credit for? Like visionary shit, like next level shit. Just throwing that out there. What if?
1: Well, you're not really going out on a limb, are you?
0: <laughs> well, that's the only way
1: to take a. Way, way to take
0: a I fucking... I don't see a middle ground with it. I don't see just he's just making Avatar sequels. I see it as one more or the other. Howard fucking Hughes or fucking New Spielberg. I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. New know. Or New Cameron. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, take a stand, Joe. I, I didn't he's, tell him to kneel, motherfucker. He's, so.
1: he's, he's either going to do this or he's going to make the greatest movies ever. <laughs>
0: well. Oh, because I, I threw up two options. Oh, I didn't have
1: a no. definitive. No, you you, you threw up I two think. fucking safe options. No, those weren't safe. Those are completely safe.
0: Safe would be the middle one.
1: No, it no. Just, it's just a normal. Uh, Avatar he, he's he's going to either just hide like Howard Hughes, uh. you know, not the fact that he's buying the Terminator franchise back. Yeah, you know, and doing those movies as well as the Avatar movies.
0: Uh. Or. or how do you do that? Oh, Because you don't have a big old belly in the way. Or, You're just like, or
1: <laughs> with your hands, I just put them on my. I put them on my knees. <laughs> no. So put it on the fucking. So lose some weight, put it, fatty. There you go. Put it on the desk then and go. Or
0: go to the gym.
1: Why don't, you, why don't you lose that arm fat, fatty, fat, fat, fat?
0: Jello arms.
1: Yeah, Jello. Wiggles while it works. <laughs> do, 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 do. So. Or he's going to make the greatest movies they're ever gonna see in the face of the planet, ever in the history of the world.
0: Greatest series. Instead ever. of
1: saying what if fucking Cameron is just making shit. Yeah. Which he's not, but what if he is? What what if his movies are just dog shit and nobody really wants to take a chance? So there's they're they're not giving him a billion dollars. They gave him two hundred and fifty million for for the four movies, you know? to to direct all four of these movies mm-hmm. so was what that whatever that works out to be a little bit more than 40 50 million dollars of fucking movie
0: well, four, well if it's a billion dollars and it's four movies it's no two and a half. i
1: just said 250
0: 250 per movie yeah
1: no i just said what if they just gave him 250 million dollars for one, for all four movies okay. not a billion and then said you fucking do it and then whatever this is what you get not gonna, there's no fucking company on this planet that's going to give him a billion dollars to make four movies.
0: It's just not going to happen. Well, I, I don't know how the funding's coming in, dude. I, I, I don't know it's how. It's
1: just not even realistic, dude. There is no bank that's going to. Nobody. There's not a bank. There's not an investor. There's not a person out there that has the money that will invest the money into James Cameron's movies. Nobody invests in movies like that because they're fucking. Movies are losers.
0: What if on the sly. Oozed. He, he graced his way. Joe, there is no- Show them this technology that he has not shown any of us. There's nobody on the fucking planet that would
1: invest a million dollars, much less a billion dollars in a fucking movie. Banks do it sometimes. Middle Eastern fucking- uh, And they don't see a goddamn cent, cent, do they? Red cent. Not one red fucking cent. I don't know. You don't know?
0: Uh, some we of the movie- do
1: fucking We do fucking movie <laughs> reviews And we talk about this all the time Yeah but I don't where I don't pay attention to the movies where they Where the, you have financiers spin- and shit The I- dudes from Spinal Tap are suing Just to get their fucking money Because this movie hasn't Made any money uh-huh. We've talked about this ad nauseum You don't know <laughs>
0: it, There's so much money flying around man It's all over the place You just don't know how to grab it Alright Really? <laughs> we don't know how to grab it yet that's it i know how to grab it i've been telling you how to grab it for four years all right so next up uh that we will be talking about on Cinescape movie reviews is going to be the uh new tom cruise uh was it uh columbia movie columbia time, uh, columbia time columbia
1: time come on bro it's fucking american made
0: i know it's american made so it's pretty much uh you dork Air America But with uh, No Tom Cruise And it's set in You know In the 80s Instead of uh, Vietnam No
1: it's It's not Air America <laughs> Set in the 80s Instead of Vietnam It's
0: government Government um, uh, Supported
1: <laughs> Air America Was about Fucking troops Moving shit
0: I know they had Not CIA funded God damn CIA funded That's it That's the only connection
1: I'm just trying to connect it Because you know There's a connection there <laughs> Because military and CIA.
0: Why did you Operation. connect your lips to my ass? Kiss Op- my fucking ass. Operation Shut up. Just
1: go. <laughs> Dumbo drop.
0: <laughs> you ever tried Ray Rayliotas honey? Have you ever tried actually connecting
1: movies that work together in sequence? They like were- I don't know, fucking not American made. Okay, and how about not-
0: Blow? Would you prefer Blow? Yeah,
1: maybe. Or War Dogs. Or Narcos. Or Narcos. It's the other side of narcos.
0: Or this is Joe Spiegel signing off. (laughs) Okay, Fine, be that way, dick. Good night, fuckface. All right, shitbag. See y'all later on the flippy side. Good night.
1: Good show. Jolly good show. Jolly good show indeed. Hakuna matata, bitches.
0: (laughs) Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out at a couple of averagejoes.com and please make sure that you leave a comment and share the podcast. That would be awesome. Have a good night.
1: Hmm. This is the end. It's the end. Benito, the end, I tell you. We're all going to nibble the dust.
0: Or go fuck yourself.